Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Elizabeth, and I will be your host today as we discuss the first eight episodes of The Bad Batch Season 2. There will be spoilers for these episodes, so if you aren't caught up on The Bad Batch, press pause, check the episodes out, and then come back here. If this is your first time tuning into the Temple of Geek podcast, welcome. The Temple of Geek podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by a variety of geeks from the Temple of Geek team. Here we cover all manner of geek and pop culture news and events. To our returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in. We really appreciate you being here. With me today are Kari and Danielle. Hello, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Can you please introduce yourselves to our listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Danielle. I'm at Written in the Star Wars on TikTok and DannyS394 on Twitter. And I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Hi, guys. My name is Kari, aka Star Wars Pia on Twitter and on TikTok and um, Kari Skywalker on Instagram. And I'm happy to be back with Temple of Geek. And as you guys might know, I'm Elizabeth, a.k.a. Lady of Time Cosplay on everything. Um, Big Star Wars fan, really excited, love the animated stuff. Um, So, yeah, let's let's dive right in. So let's just start with overall thoughts of what we've seen of season two so far. The first eight episodes, what did you guys think? I really liked it. I thought it was a good natural continuation from the first season. Uh, It filled in a lot of information and some gaps and just without kind of like beating it to us slowly, not just handing us everything. So we get information slowly filled in from what was left over in season one and a lot of expansion and um, better characterization, I think, of some characters that we didn't really get in season one. And I'm just really excited to see where else it goes from here. I thought it was a great start. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely I'm loving it already. Um, I know that a lot of people love to use, oh, this is a filler episode with a lot of these shows and stuff. But I feel like um, with the Bad Batch, we're getting those side stories post-Empire that we haven't gotten in a lot of these shows, except mm-hmm. for maybe Andor, that mm-hmm. we know what's going on with everybody else in the galaxy other than the main oh the same main characters that we always get, you know, and I love that. I love knowing what's, what else is going on, where, how the people handling it, where they thinking about it. And, um, Bad Batches to me is handling that very well. I'm loving that they're giving us these stories. And I love that. It seems like the theme for this season is going to be like basically them helping out people that are trying to run away from the empire, like the clones or other, you know, important characters that we've seen already. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely it's, it's been, it's been great so far. Yeah. I've, I've really been enjoying it. You know, like you said, there's a little bit less of like big, huge arcs and a little bit more like, I don't know. I feel like slice of life is better than yeah. filler episodes. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we, when you get to see the little side missions that, that they go on um, like in episode four, which was one of my favorites because I just, I, I, I love Ben Schwartz. Um, <laughs> but, I have notes here. Let me see. Oh yeah. That was yes. cool. That was a cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I have my notes up too because <laughs> if I don't write stuff down, I will forget. Um, yeah. But I, I like seeing those, especially because in those, those episodes that are maybe not part of the bigger story that they're telling and they're just part of like their everyday life, you still get, 
more information, you still get more hints as to what's coming up and what Mm -hmm. could happen next. Um, And I loved seeing, you know, we saw a lot of characters that we know are still around at this point, but we hadn't seen in season one. Yeah. Um, I had honestly, <laughs> I was, like, was going crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, even though I had seen the, the trailer, I had like honestly forgotten that Gunji was in it until I got to that episode, <laughs> which was embarrassing because I love him. He's such a cute little Wookiee, you know? And I think also it's doing a really great job of showing how the clones are adjusting to life after mm-hmm. the war, oh after, you know, with important. the Empire, yes. especially now that some time has passed. Because the first season of Bad Batch picked up, like, right away. Like, we mm-hmm. started with Order 66, because you know, mm-hmm. that's of what course we, we do in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no, Filoni. Order 66. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Filoni. Um, and, you know, now that some time has passed, it's interesting to see not just the Batch questioning Order 66, mm-hmm. questioning, you know, hey is this actually the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been really interesting seeing them take that and, and run with it a bit more. Yeah. So I'm really loving that, especially yeah, like, I mean, we'll talk about it more later, but just like <laughs> the, the, yeah, just them not knowing what to do now that the war is mm-hmm. quote unquote over, even though they're still being, <clears throat> excuse me, even though they're still being used by the empire, they're not yeah. fighting or, you know, doing these things that a lot of them are starting to question. Yeah. And yeah, so, but let's talk about the, the two season that, oh, the two, <laughs> goodness, <laughs> but let's talk about the two episode premiere. Um, there's actually mm-hmm. a couple of times that Disney plus is going to be putting out two episodes at once, including the first two episodes, um, spoils of war and ruins of war. Yeah. What did you guys think about these two episodes as the season opener? I thought they were great season openers. Again, a really natural pickup from where season two left off without, uh, kind of reiterating a lot of things that they already went through at the end of the season. It just picks up immediately, and I really like that. Um, the introduction and almost <laughs> immediate execution of Captain Wilco <laughs> hurt so bad. <laughs> I had in my notes, um, Captain Wilco is fine. Uh, I really love him. I'm failing at my attempt to not fall in love with all the clones introduced in here. And then immediately <laughs> after that is, no, Rampart. <laughs> <How could laughs> she um, but it was necessary. Like the the way that they did that, introduce him so quickly, make it mm-hmm. seem like he's going to be an integral part of the season. And then, bam, uh, yeah. really necessary to show Rampart's growth as well. Um, not just the batches, not just the clones, but him because he's such an important part of the story yes. still. And yeah. uh, I thought that that was really great ending for the two episode arc. And I see yeah. why they wanted to release those together um, because it does, it goes together so naturally really sets up a tone together for the rest of the season that mm-hmm. just episode one doesn't really do. Yeah. So having them together was just a really good choice in my opinion and a great yeah. opener. No, no, no. I definitely agree with Danielle. It was great. Um, introduction and still given the importance to rampant like because he is an integral part especially after what happened in you know the last um episode that we saw and i also love that they touched on dooku and what happened with dooku's planet and his stuff and i was like oh like this is what i'm talking about like these stories are interesting and they are important because really Mm -hmm. what happened to all of dooku's stuff after you know he (laughs) was he was dealt with you know so I think um, it was a great opener um, and interesting to see what the, also like 
the people in Dooku's planet, what they were, yeah, even though we were separatists, it was for a reason. Is you know, it's not just black and white like mm-hmm. they painted it in the movies and stuff like that. You know, it's just it, it, everything. There's for people do things for a reason. It's for their own protection, for their survival and stuff. It's not just because they're bad people. You know, so I I really love that. I really love that. Um, we got to see. I hate that we get these new clones and then they they, keep, no. they take them away from us. Like I know. But, but I mean, that's you know, it's, it's uh, we already know it's to be expected, especially mm-hmm. now that the clones are going to be starting to be phased out. Yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. of you know, a lot of clones that were they're they're going to get you know eliminated. Exactly, yeah. but yeah, it, it was a great two-episode opener. <laughs> I know it, it's like so stressful because the only clones we know survive, you know, much longer yeah. than this mm-hmm. are Wolf, Rex, and Gregor. Like yeah. that's the only ones we know for sure are <laughs> gonna be okay. Yeah, <laughs> stressful, <laughs> stressful. <laughs> um, yeah, like you guys are saying, I really enjoyed it. I think it did a good job of like setting up the stakes for this season. Um, one part that especially like caught my attention that I went and I rewound the episode a couple times so I could write down the exact quote was mm-hmm. Hunter and Echo's conversation mm-hmm. about what they were going to do next. Yes. Um, yes. You know, because Echo says we can do better things with Dooku's fortune than hide Hunter with what we're up against. We have to be prepared to fight. That means numbers and weapons. Yeah. And Hunter mm-hmm. says that's not the life this kid deserves. It's like our lives are like this because of Omega taking off Kamino was the right thing to do, but there are others out there who need our help. We've seen what the Empire is doing throughout the galaxy. We should be doing more. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, Echo, <laughs> I hope you're okay, dude. <laughs> Please. You're, such, you're such a good guy. I'm like, Echo, oh my gosh. You know, and and the other thing and another thing that I thought was really interesting too is in the last season we saw we still saw a little bit of color in the clone's armor. I forget the clone commander's name from the episode on um the Twilux planet. But you know, he still had a little bit of green. Oh, he has still a little bit of green. you mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes thank you. I'm so clone. bad. I'm so I'm so bad with character names. But like, I remember him because that's Poppy Hauser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like in this season, like none of them have any color on their armor anymore. Yeah. And it was just so sad because at first I was like, wait, are we, do we already have stormtroopers or are these clones? And I'm like, no, these are still clones. They just, there's but no did more. Did you see that their, their helmets now start, were changed to stormtroopers? Star- that's helmets. why I was, that's why even I was, though, start, why I was even a little though confused. Cody still yeah. had his, like, some yeah. of them still have theirs. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was a little confused where I was like, are these stormtroopers or are they clones? And then, when I know. saw that, I was like, oh. I was like, it was so sad. And then, you know, this is a little bit of a spoiler for episode three because we're talking about the first two mm-hmm. episodes at this right now. But, like, even seeing Cody without, without, color. without his color on his armor, without the orange, I was just like, yeah. oh, stab me through the heart. You know, I was like, yeah. this is so <laughs> sad, you know. Um, and, like you, and like you were saying, Kari, I also really enjoyed seeing uh, Count Dooku's home planet and them getting those conversations with uh, Romar, I believe is the the character's name, mm-hmm. about, you know, how, you know, hey, we existed before the war. And Tex says, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, man. Because, like, something that always sticks in my brain when I'm watching 
anything with the clones is I'm like, as long as Google's not lying to me about how old Rex is, <laughs> Omega is probably technically older than the rest mm-hmm. of the batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so every time they mention her being a kid, every time, you know, like the, the scene with Romar where he like is, he's like, this is a toy. It's meant to make you happy. That's mm-hmm. better than any treasure in the world. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, they're all kids. They're yeah. all kids. I'm like, I know that, you know, they have the accelerated growth, but I'm just like, Every time I'm just like, you're all children, and I'm very sad about this entire situation, you know. Yeah. So it, it was a great opener. I love it, you know. It's always great when they are able to show the other sides of the conflict, mm-hmm. even in, even though the, the Clone Wars are over. Um, mm-hmm. I love seeing the other angles on that, especially, and they continued that in episode three, too, which yeah. was... Oh. Oh yeah, so talk about that a little bit. But oh, yeah, yeah. The, the first two episodes were were really really great, and yeah. it, the other like random thought that I had was, you know, as they're plunging to their doom, I'm like, this would be a fun ride at Disney. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so go like, container and just go down. <laughs> just, I'm like, hey, if they ever need another retheme for Tower of Terror, this works. <laughs> this works. <laughs> but yeah, so. <clears throat> So talking a little bit about episode three, you know, we got a lot of new and ret- we got a lot of new and returning for the first time this season mm-hmm. characters just in these first few episodes. Who were you most excited to see this season that we didn't see last season? I'm feeling I know the answer, but yeah, <laughs> I know Danny. Um, well, as far as who we knew was going to be appearing for the first time this season, uh, Cody for me, obviously, as soon as. I heard his name in the trailer. (laughs) I have been just like really excited because that's been the big question for so long is what happened to Cody after the end of the Clone Wars canonically, because we have legends a little bit in legends of what happened to him, that he stayed in the empire. Um, We know what Dave Filoni was going to do in rebels, but that he ended Mm -hmm. up scrapping, which was keep Cody in the empire until he was uh, of old age in rebels. Mm -hmm but he ended up not doing that. And so it's always been, what is Cody going to do? Is he going to stay in the empire? Is he going to leave? We don't know. And so seeing him was really, it was really emotional for me. Like, even though I knew he was coming, as soon as he showed up, I just, I was like, oh my God, it's Cody. (laughs) Yeah. Like as soon as Rampart was like, you know, you're going to meet him at the the clone memorial. And I was like, that's the thing from the trailer. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And what I love so much about it is that it's funny that you mentioned how heartbreaking it is to not see his sunburst orange on his armor. And it really is. But what stood out to me and what always did, even in the trailer was that he still had his markings, even if they were gray, he still has his markings. And those are individuality. That is his identity. And um, the fact that he kept it, despite being made to paint it gray, paint over the orange, get rid of that, he still kept it, all of it, uh, really spoke to me about how he views himself post Mm -hmm. Order 66. And what I loved about this episode was the little things they put in besides that to point at that. The fact that in episodes one and two, we hear the clones refer to each other by their numbers, not their names, except for very rarely we'll we'll hear Captain Wilco. But Mm -hmm. in episode three, Cody never refers to his brothers by their name, by their numbers, always by their names. And as soon as I heard that, I said, he's still there. (laughs) He's not going to stay in the empire. He's still referring to his brothers by their names. He's going to defect. And then 
when he, when one of his uh, men died and he tried to go after him and tried to grab his body and Crosshair pulled him back. I said, that's still Cody. That's still Cody. He's gonna, Mm -hmm. he's gonna end up defecting and my love. (laughs) (laughs) And like I sheared at the end of the episode when I said he was gone. I was was like, like, yes. That's what I wrote. I was like, Cody, good job. Good job. I knew you could do it, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, um, no, like, definitely Cody was one that I was, uh, of course, uh, waiting for, but Gunji was like my most anticipated because I yeah. love that little Wookiee. I was like, oh my God, please, Filoni, <laughs> don't do this to me. Just give them to me and then just no, better not, nothing happened to him. But um, uh, we'll talk about Gunji when, you know, when we get to the episode and stuff. But that was my most, um, the one that I was anticipating. But Cody was definitely a second. Um, and I love I did Danielle read my mind because I wanted to bring that up because every time they refer to each other as their numbers, it like just hurts my soul. Mm-hmm. And then when Co- I heard Cody like, oh, the slip, I think one was one of them and, and like calling them by names. I was like, Cody, my dear, I know you're going to you're going to end up leaving. I know it already. And um, but you could see the the, the, the the hints, you know, when he tried to negotiate with um, what's her name? Uh, Tawny Ames, the. Mm-hmm governor from the t- uh, from that planet and i love that they brought up mina bonteri by name yes you know it was cool yes. you know nice little callback there um and then how bad he felt when crosser actually killed her um mm-hmm. you know and then he started questioning are we doing the right thing and, and stuff like that so that was amazing i i, I it, it, it was it was it was nice to know that you know yes they're gonna give us a good uh, uh, a redeeming cody you know yeah um with that episode, uh, I love seeing all the clankers again. You know, yeah. all the tactic, the tactical yeah. droids and stuff. That was really cool. Um, it's a, a lot of nice little, you know, callbacks with uh, in that episode. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, the same. Seeing Cody was really great, especially like I said, I cheered at the end when they said that he was gone. I was like, yes, <laughs> good job, good job. <laughs> now come back in another episode. Like, I want to know more. I want to know you're okay. You know. <laughs> Um, and, and Gunji was great. Like I said, I had, I had kind of forgotten that he was in it until I was watching the episode. I'm like, oh yeah. And it was such a good episode too. So like it was, mm-hmm. it, I mean, Kashyyyk terrifies me on a very basic level because of it. The, there's giant spiders in the Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I'm like, no. Ooh, like I'm not arachnophobic, but holy cow, those spiders, especially because there's like, like one of the scenes, like you, you stand in a certain spot and it just triggers a jump, <laughs> a, a jump scene where this giant yeah. spider. And so I, I thought that they were going to show up and then they were like something else. And I'm like, yeah. cause she gets just full of giant, terrifying creatures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have in my notes, the uh, Jedi Fallen Order flashbacks. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought that too, with um the puzzle in the in the episode where they go to that planet with mm-hmm. um Fee. Oh, I was oh, like, this feels yeah. like a Jedi Fallen Order puzzle. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, this is fun. Um but yeah, it was so great to see him and to get more of, of the Wookiee culture too. Uh, yes, um, that even though Wookie lore was so yes. awesome. It was yeah, really cool. It was the trees, so great to see to the trees. Yes. Oh, how they talked to them and like I was like, oh Yeah. And you could kind of see Hunter's face like uh, I don't know, but okay, if it works, you know. <laughs> and it was it was just such a sweet episode. Yeah. Um, 
I also really like seeing Senator Chuchi back. Um, yes. That yes. was really great. And she's I don't, advocating for the clones. I was like, yes, yes let's go, Which Chuchi. I loved. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm making this up in my own head, but, like, she had her hair mm-hmm. like Padme's. Mm, she did. And she had those things. The little things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, you know, that was like my yeah. heart. Um, <laughs> especially because the clones' welfare was a big thing for Padme as well, yeah. you know. So it, it was really great to see her. It was great to see Senator Balorgana too. He's great. I can't, was he in the last episode? I can't remember. In the last season, I can't remember if he was or no. not. But. No, but it, it it was great to see them. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we didn't really the, we we were only in Coruscant that I think first episode, right? And then after yeah. that, we just yeah. really go back a little there. tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, the Senator Chuchi having her hair like Padme's, I was just like <laughs> while she's running around Coruscant doing spy stuff, Padme like, like stuff. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I was like, this is like I'm like I know that this isn't a show about the clones, but I'm glad to see that they're working in some of Padme's legacy to that because I was just like, yay, well, <laughs> love her, miss her. And Senator Chuchi, she was another big one because I wasn't expecting her at all. Like, yeah, not at either. all, but she's another big question that people have had, uh, especially, mm-hmm. you know, obviously huge fans of the Clone Wars is where is she? What happened to her after oh my God, Order 66? And so to have that answer, also... There are moments when you know that fan fiction is going to change forever. <laughs> this was one of those moments. When she stepped into 79s, I was like, fan fiction is going to have a fan ball. Fanfic right there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so well done. And I just, I really loved um, getting to see her interact with Rex and mm-hmm. with Omega. Oh, her relationship with Omega was so good. Yes, yes. Even though I was like, Omega, we don't tell this lady you're a clone. Please stop. Please stop. Omega, what are you doing? Because <laughs> Bert- like, Bertone looked at her like, her. Let's not tell her. She's crazy. <laughs> Combat this woman. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Omega, I know your thing is like planning, but like, let's think. <laughs> Come on, Omega. Strategy right now. Yes, strategy. Know. Like, mm, no, not, not. Mm-mm, this was a bad idea. I'm like, this is going to come back to bite you in a, in a few episodes, I feel like. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, do you guys, what about the new characters? Do you guys have any favorites of the new characters that were introduced so far? I really loved B. B. She was yeah. cool. She's really, she's intriguing because I don't really know how her story's going to unfold yet. Like, she's in this ser- season for a reason. Yes. And so far, we've only really had, you know, just kind of like funny little asides mm-hmm. with her. And then episode, uh, was it episode four? Uh, or the episode treasure five? hunt? Treasure episode hunt five was yeah. uh, five and two and yeah yeah so episode five is the where we got most of her and that was such mm-hmm. a fun episode yeah and it really showed I think um, her relationship with Omega I think is opening Omega's eyes to possibilities yes for her future and what that might look like as she mm-hmm. grows older if she inevitably God leaves <laughs> her brothers yeah. um. And I, I like that. I like that we're seeing characters introduced who challenge Omega's way of thinking and who challenge the way that Hunter is raising her and the way that, you know, her brothers are raising her because that's not the only way. And she yeah. needs she needs to inevitably find her own way in the galaxy. Um, even if, you know, all of the batch does survive, they have accelerated aging. She doesn't. 
eventually mm-hmm. she's going to be on her own and she has to start figuring out what she's going to do as much as I hate yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> no. but, yeah. It's characters like Fee that really kind of add to that and yes. further her growth, I think. Mm-hmm. No, same. <laughs> Fee is what's, it's really cool. I like her. And since she considers herself a pirate is, I think, right. Yeah. I, it gets me, you know, hope <laughs> that I might see my boo. You know, Hondo yeah. again. No, <laughs> so I was thinking that. I'm like, they're they gotta like, be friends. You know, they, she has to know Hondo. Yeah, like, it's impossible sure. that they don't. Has you know, to. so I'm hoping that she's gonna bring, you know, maybe a callback or him, and you know, end the season at all. But I love her. That again, yes, like Daniel said, this that adventurous spirit that is going to influence Omega in the same way. You know, like she's gonna, she's gonna know that. And especially important that it was a woman that she's mm. seen a woman being like that, you know, because mm-hmm. now Omega could be like, see, I could, I could, I could do the same thing, you know, even though I'm a girl or I'm a woman. When whenever she gets older, like, I can do this too, and it gives her that confidence that she's definitely gonna need once, you know. Once, Goodness forbid. Yes, <laughs> once they're not around anymore, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that that was a really cool character that they introduced. I liked her. Yeah, I loved Fee as well. She like reminded me. I'm going to be a Doctor Who fan for a second, but she reminded me a lot of like River Song, especially with her like attitude towards Mm -hmm, treasure hunting. mm -hmm. She has a line, I think it's something along the lines of, I prefer to think of myself as a liberator of ancient wonders or something to that effect. And I'm like, you are somewhere between, like if River Song and Captain Jack Sparrow had a baby, maybe that would be (laughs) She's she's just so cool. Yeah. And, you know, and it, I feel like, like the the entombed episode. I feel like a lot of people could, you know, brush aside as like, oh, that's just a filler episode. They're treasure hunting again. But like, it it's it's really, it's an important episode because it's again them trying to find a way to make sure that they're taking care of themselves and taking care of Omega. And mm-hmm. like you guys were saying, it's Omega seeing of more of what's out there, um, discovering that you know there's more. Mm-hmm. I think especially because she mentioned she mentions that that temple or whatever that was was older than the Jedi, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. I was like, ooh, I was like, are we gonna get some High Republican here, maybe a little bit? Um, yeah. But and and again, like the entire episode, I'm like, this is a Jedi Fallen Order level. It is <laughs> like it reminded me of Zepho of the yes. Zepho so much, and it made me think sure. like, are they tying it into that because the Zepho were older than the Jedi? As yeah, well, but that's they a still good had point. ties to the Force. That thing looked a lot like a Zepho thing now, too, now that you mentioned yeah, that. because with the energy thing and, like, the, the guards that you have yeah. in, in that, uh, when Cal goes through and they exert that energy that can <laughs> kill that's you. That's a really good point. That's really cool. And I just, I, I love that. It's, can Cal Custa show up in one of these things? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know, right? God. I mean, in pause, I mean, come, we are you giving him the last episode? Are they giving him the last episode? That's why it's so familiar to Jedi. <laughs> falling over. yeah but yeah. i love like, it expanded we, on the lo- like it's again it's more world building mm-hmm. you see yeah. it's not just you don't call it a filler episode yeah. it's yeah. building this it's expanding on the lore and now we yeah. get this thing that is like older than the jedi is like what the hell is that like mm-hmm. and it's pure energy like who built that you know yeah and and the other th- one of the, as i was doing my notes for the episode i was like is that a kyber crystal and then i'm like this is a very much like a death star yeah. laser beam coming out yeah. of this guy's mouth yeah. i was like i'm like if if palpatine is having them followed somehow he might be taking notes you yeah. know <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm a little worried about this, but yeah. Oh my He's gosh, such a imagine cool character. If, if Palpatine would have would have been the one to find that, it would have oh, been because no. you saw that before. thing destroyed the mm-hmm. whole planet, basically. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and yeah, so she's such a cool character, and she is a really good way to like have the batch have to interact mm-hmm. with other sides of the galaxy. And then I also really love Teo because I love Ben Schwartz. (laughs) Like immediately, like in my notebook, I'm like, like I wrote in all caps, Ben Schwartz, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, because I'm I'm a big DuckTales fan and I I like a lot of things too, but I'm like, I think they just pointed Ben Schwartz at a microphone and said, go. (laughs) Like, have fun. This time you get to be a droid that's, because I'm, I, I got to Google this or something, but he had something to do with creating BB-8's voice. Um, and so it was like cool for him to be in Star Wars as a yeah. droid that you can actually understand. And, you know, had he was so he, sassy. He, it, it was like <laughs> Dewey Duck as a droid. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. I'm like whatever. And I also enjoyed the fact that you know they they made his little face plate and eye color blue. I'm like he's got another blue boy under his belt. <laughs> he voices all the blue characters. All the blue he's, ones. <laughs> he's Dewey Duck. He's Sonic the Hedgehog. I do oh. not know the names of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but he's the blue one in that, too. That's, um, so. <laughs> that's uh, the rough, no, uh, Leonardo. Okay. Leonardo. Yeah, I, I don't know. Their, I yeah. just know that he's the blue one, that's you know. Real. So it's it's just, that was just, it, it, it was amusing to me, at least, that they <laughs> that they made Teo blue. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, another blue guy for, for bench parts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, just for all the, because we talked a lot about the first two episodes and a bit about episode three, but like just from anything, what were your favorite like moments or exchanges between the characters that stood out to you so far? Mine was Echo and Omega. We have been begging for more Echo and Omega uh, time since season one. And I thought that it was done really, really well this season from the beginning of the, of the first episode when Omega overhears Echo, Echo's conversation with Hunter and she thinks that Echo is blaming her for everything Mm -hmm. when really it's much more complicated than that is Echo thinks that it was the right choice. They did the right choice to save Omega, but it's because they saved Omega that he knows they can save other people too, other brothers, other clones. And, um, and really Omega enlightened him, I think is what Echo was trying to get the point across of, but Omega, of course, misunderstood yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Um, and then the moment in episode, I think it's episode two, when uh, Omega tries to go back to the crate to get the money, mm-hmm. and Echo follows her, and he tells her, leave the bag. It's not worth it. And she's like, but it's worth it to you. And he's like, no, it's not you are important, not that. <laughs> and we'll find another way. That was really heartbreaking for me. And then, of course episode eight (laughs) i did not see that coming (laughs) no and so when hunter started saying all right well let us know if you if you ever need anything i was like wait what (laughs) like exactly in omega's shoes like excuse me (laughs) if he needs something (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) won't you know that um and so that and you know obviously it hit omega hard and i was just thinking when i was typing up my notes um that hunter tech and wrecker all know what it's like to not have Echo on their team. But Omega doesn't. She's mm. only ever known them with Echo. With Echo. And yeah. like that's her family. Like they are her family a hundred percent. And now a part of that is not going to be there anymore. 
and yeah. for very valid reasons and important reasons for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that that Echo's decision is going to affect Omega, whether it's, you know, she misses him a little bit more than the rest of them, or mm-hmm. she starts to think about why he made the decision he did. And that affects any decision she makes in the future as well. Yeah. So that was really important to me. I thought they did that really well. And I hope that that's not all that we get this season. I don't think yeah, it will yeah, be, yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah. I, yeah, but there's I, no way they're completely kicking Echo out of the show. No, no. I think, like I said, I think the season's going to focus on 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 getting people help and you yeah. know, like um, uh, you know, helping them escape the Empire and stuff. And Echo is going to be a big Rex and Echo are like the, mm-hmm. one of the biggest parts of that. So I think we're going to get more. It's just that now, you know, the Bad Batch is going to be also you know joining them at, at certain points, maybe helping in some other place that they you know that they need them. And so that's yeah. that. I think that's gonna. He's gonna come back. There's no way yeah. <laughs> they know we love Echo. So, and um, that that was that was yeah that was heartbreaking. I was like, Omega, I'm sorry. First you lost Crosshair, and now you're uh-huh. losing Echo. Was like, uh. um, I also loved you know, um, I like that they finally gave us a happy ending with Gunji. Because, you know, I immediately thought that they were going to present them just to like, like, okay, that's it. We're going to lose them again. But I love that they actually, you know, gave him a somewhat happy ending and stuff. And and also the question of who was the one that wanted Gunji in the first place? Like, who was the one that, um, yeah. you know, because they just said, oh, my, the, you know, the, my client is interested in once I'm alive. And I was like, the who? client, the client. Yeah. yeah. I was like, who? Who's the client? Mandalorian vibes. Like, you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also another interesting thing was the clone that was brainwashed. Yeah. The one that mm-hmm. was, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, now we're, they're adding another, like, way the curveball i'm like brainwashed clones now and so it's yeah. not you know not it's not just the chip anymore mm-hmm. it's now that they're really like oh believe i was like did he just say believe like is this now a, like yeah. a religious type of thing like what you know what are we talking about here so i'm guessing they're gonna expand on that you know in the next um episode so that's uh very interesting as well because yeah, they they didn't they do like scans and stuff on on um crosshair last season to like see why he followed the order 66 but the other guys didn't and maybe like i don't know maybe they did some research and did something to the other clones to see i don't know yeah i I think they did do scans but we never learned what it was for yeah yeah Yeah. because it was after Mm -hmm. he got after the explosion Mm -hmm. um yeah that's when he got his scar on the side of his head because that's when mm-hmm. it, he got it removed, right? The chest supposedly, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. After that, yeah. So yeah, that's that's gonna be something um, interesting that I guess we're we're gonna see. Because I'm guessing there's more clones like that too, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Um, I just feel bad because now they're gonna use these clones for that, and it's I like know. they're exp- uh, they're gonna make even them even more expendable. You know, so mm-hmm. it's just it's it just sucks. And Clone, um, last interesting happy. point is I hate Palpatine with every fiber of yes. my life, yes. but that little motherfucker is too smart, man. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god, he is just diabolically smart, and I have to respect him forever for that. Because the way that he turned that shit around at the end for his own benefit. Yep. That was beautiful. That was genius. And I mean, you know, it just keeps showing us why Palpatine was able to do everything that he did and get what he wanted because he's just that conniving and that smart. 
He has yeah. contingency upon contingency upon contingency. It's like he's thought yeah. to the, like the nth degree of what yeah. could possibly mm-hmm. happen and has a plan ready. Mm-hmm. And it's just, oh, it makes you so infuriated because yes. they worked so hard to do this. And, and the Rampart did get kicked out, but at what cost? Yeah, but he still got what he wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He wanted. Even more. He got it even better than what even he wanted. Even better than yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, him rising up. Because, like, I remember seeing him in the trailer, but I thought that was going to be, like, a last episode thing. And I was like, yeah. oh, we're doing this now. Oh, We've seen the majority you know. of the trailer scenes, I think, already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I know. Well, what I found was interesting was I, I went back and rewatched the trailers that have come out so far. And apart from, like, maybe a couple very brief flashes, I'm pretty sure that most, if not all, of the trailers are just these first eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah, think. Which I think so. is, is potentially in part to hide the fact that Echo's not there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, we, we really don't know what's coming after yeah. after episode eight, do we? Because... Yeah. It's not yeah, it was the trailers. I know so many people are gonna be so happy when they see, and I'm I'm glad that they left Chuchi as a as a surprise yes. for everybody. Yeah. I know they're gonna be so excited. I yeah. know people are gonna oh. be so excited knowing that Cody went AWOL because we don't know. Everybody's mm-hmm. just like in suspense of what the hell happened to yeah. you know what's gonna yeah. happen with Cody now that we know that he's there. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, oh for Ooh. sure. You know what I like too? How Crosshair also started kind of like wait. He started, yes. I was like, yes, cross it. Like, yes, 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 yes. Holy come on, cow. Think, they think. left him there for 38 days or something. Yeah. I was like, yeah. and you yeah. still want to fight for that? Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding well, me? He had a callous moment. He had a total callous moment uh, when he, so in Rebels, when uh, callous yeah. is mm-hmm. considering defecting after he spends time with Seb, uh, mm-hmm. he, there's a part where he sits on his bed and he's just thinking and he's mm-hmm. like, he goes through the process yeah. and he wakes up, he goes through the process. And then when afterwards he's sitting on his bed, just like contemplating everything. And that was the big moment for Callus where it finally was like, he might defect, he might leave. Yeah. And Crosshair had that moment too. So now I'm like, I still don't know for sure what's going to happen, but yeah, they gave us that parallel for a reason. I think mm-hmm. as a, for people who've seen rebels, you're yeah. going to recognize this. Yeah. And that's exactly what I thought. Because he was just sitting there the same way, just like, mm-hmm. what is life? You know, <laughs> like, what am yeah. I doing with myself? Mm-hmm. And I, maybe it'll take a little bit longer than how, what it took with Callis, because Crosser is really into, yeah. you know, the, is, you know, this is what we're supposed to do. We follow orders and stuff. But the fact that he is doubled, like, is having some kind of little doubts and stuff, that's very big for Crosshair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being that he was always the same way, and now he's rethinking things, that's a very big step for him, for sure. Well, and yeah. he doesn't want to acknowledge the wrongs he's done. Like, I think that's why I have it written down what Cody says. Um, you know yeah, what makes yes, us different yes. from mm-hmm. battle droids? We make our own choices, our own decisions, and we have to live we have with to them live too. With them. Cody's that, ready I to live with down them. Too. Yeah. yeah, I think that hit him. Yeah, yes, yes. Crosshair. And it made me question. Like, I don't know if either of you questioned this. Um, when Crosshair killed the governor. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I thought he was going to kill Cody. <laughs> yeah, when, <laughs> when, when Crosshair killed the governor, I immediately was like, okay, you know, damn it, Crosshair, why? <laughs> but then I thought, did he do that because that was the order? Or did he do it because he knew what would happen to Cody if they didn't follow mm-hmm. the order? And he has That's, so much respect for Cody. He always yeah, he has. Does. Yes. And, um, 
if he knew that there was a, if they didn't kill the governor and Cody like went down as disobeying orders to that mm-hmm. extent, what would happen to him? Cause and so maybe Crosshair made the decision. Cody can't kill her. Maybe. I'll kill her. Because the governor could have told him that was him saving Cody. Yeah, because the governor could have told Crosshair like, "Now you got to kill Cody too for disobeying me or something," you know. And they could get away with stuff like that. And I was so worried that he was going to kill Cody. Yeah, yeah. But I I it could be what that Neil said. Yeah, it's like, don't you dare! (laughs) (laughs) But I like that. That 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 could be definitely a possibility that Crosshair was like, you know what? Let me just do this so Cody does not get in trouble. You know. Whatever. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's so hard to read because he's very just like stoic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, another interesting part that I thought was really interesting in that episode was how, it, for like maybe not the first time, because I, I I've only watched um, Clone Wars through like one time all the way through um, and rewatched bits and pieces, but it was really interesting where we had an episode where it was completely framed that. The, dro- the battle droids were the good guys mm. and the clones that were coming were the bad guys. Yeah, the bad. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is so interesting. Like, you know, because I think in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, that's always how the, how the separatists have seen it. But mm-hmm. it's, it was just really interesting to see that on screen, to see that be like, huh, this is the other side of mm-hmm. what this conflict was, mm-hmm. was the battle droids were protecting them from the clones who were under orders to basically do war crime. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I was like, it, it was just such an interesting moment. Like just as I was watching the episode, I like, you know, of course I was excited to see Cody, but I was like, as I was watching the episode, I was like, huh, this is, you know, like I would love to have more, what love to have had more episodes of the clone wars from, the separatist side of things so that mm-hmm. you know it was mm-hmm. a little less black and white yes yeah like episode three was just really really good outside yeah, of even just yeah. you know having cody come back like yes. it was a really well thought out it just episode. really makes you think like you said because of those parallels it's like wow now yeah. the other side you know like the first yeah. two episodes the other side you know yeah. that we yeah. never thought about like echo set so yeah um and I also, in in the later episodes, um, when Shuchi's talking to the other clones at the bar, and she's like, what do you need? What, you know, and she was thinking, you know, like, oh, they want to, you know, so they can retire, so they can, you know, live out the rest of their lives and, you know, relative peace or whatever. And the one clone's just like, I need to remain a trooper because that's <gasps> all they know. They don't know anything else. What, what is life after war for them? They have no yeah, idea. Yeah, because it's it's all they've ever known. It was what they were. It, it was what they were grown for. It was mm-hmm. what they were created for. And I didn't write down the exact quote, but the one clone says, "You know, we're not trained to think about that. They're mm-hmm. not trained to think about after the war, after their service is over. Like to them, they're done when they mm-hmm. die in battle." or yeah. on a mission or something mm-hmm. and I was like this is so heartbreaking yeah. <laughs> to think about um and you know we, we we do know that ultimately they don't wind up being treated well between you know Rex and Wolf and Greg are kind of winding up on that backwater planet having to you know mm-hmm. go for their own food but even just the clone trooper that we saw in, in Kenobi. Kenobi that clone yeah, that poor guy like he was you know it was sitting there. He had to. He had to beg because the empire ultimately is not going to look after these guys. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. not going to take responsibility for the life that they created. And well, it's just heartbreaking to and think like, about. What was, 
what was so good about that, you know, the last part of eight, the eighth episode, as frustrating as it is to see Palpatine win time after time mm-hmm. again, it's like, you know, it has to happen because he stays in power until the end of the original trilogy. But to see how it happens over and over again, especially with this one, because now instead of just phasing out the clones, now they're being blamed. And they're being, they're being, they're the antagonizers. They're mm-hmm. the ones who, um, who orchestrated suddenly uh, the Camino devastation. They're the ones who have no heart, have no soul, don't care about any of this. And so it's easy to see how, where they are now becomes where we see that clone in Kenobi mm-hmm. and how they're just not trusted anymore. And they're not, People aren't respected. sympathizing with them because what they remember is what they've been told most recently, which is mm-hmm. that they are just mindless soldiers. Mindless, yeah. And, yeah. oh, that hurts. But it's such a good connection and, like, so well done, so brilliantly done. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I hate it. But also, it's very good storytelling. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. It's <laughs> yeah. still great storytelling, yes. Yeah, they, I think they've done a really good job, especially this season, of kind of coming at the clone stories from a couple different angles that maybe they didn't always mm-hmm. explore fully in other stories. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the just, bad batch is. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. it. I will defend the show with yep. my life because of that, yeah. because don't tell me this is so boring and this is just what the, what was the point of this? Yeah. There's a point to everything. Even yeah. if it's a fun episode, like pod, like the racing thing. Yes. I was you like, know? it's pod racing. <laughs> that, was that, was huge, that was a huge tech character episode yeah well, I, 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 I finally because yeah. you know we always see tech doing like the side stuff and mm-hmm. now we see tech actually taking control and in charge yeah. i was like oh let's go tech look yeah. at you yeah like i'd even written down in my notes i'm like this is nice to see tech's skill set you know applied to something other than just hacking mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like this is him Ex- being very analytically minded Ex- and you know yes. being able to figure out the patterns and i'm like mm-hmm. can i have your brain so i can be good at video games <laughs> <laughs> so i'm really bad at them like yeah. I, like as excited as i am for jedi um survivor to like play it the day it comes out i like i know i'm going to struggle because all of the like how-to guides are not going to be written <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's so true <laughs> yeah. uh, i i i am on the struggle bus a lot of times with video games <laughs> even even on story mode um you know what i also liked from that episode was um because they emphasize in the end about sid and like yeah. listen yes her, her, the the, the big mm-hmm. boss saying don't trust her yeah. Like, so are they maybe that's a hint that maybe Sid's going to end up betraying them, you know, down the line at some point for some yeah. reason. So I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's another one of those, like, just because it's not a big, huge, high stakes tying into the larger mm-hmm. storyline of Star mm-hmm. Wars episode doesn't mean you're not getting vital information mm-hmm. for that, for what yeah. else is coming. Yeah. Because we know, like I'm telling Sid. you, this is integral, integral. Um, Bad Batch and them because they're going to be helping these people out that want to deflect or want to leave the Empire or need to go into hiding. Mm -hmm. That was a huge thing in Star Wars is all these people getting rescued um, in the background because and then if Sid ends up betraying them somehow that's how they fall with the Batch Batch that's going to be a big blow to that you know um what do they call it? The path, the the path, right? And oh, Kenobi. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Because yeah. maybe that's the initial that they're gonna help maybe start that path. 
path that we yeah. end up seeing in Kenobi. You know, yeah. you never know. I mean, just saying. I know because they're, they're uh, even outside of um, outside of Kanan and Gunji. Like I, I know I've seen like theories online, like oh, is Omega Force sensitive? Which I don't know if I believe that or not. But you know, it, it would be it it would be a very I don't know if poetic is the right word, but it would be a great way to kind of have the clones, even though Order 66 is not the clones' fault, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they have the programming in, but it, it would be really neat. Yeah, it would be really neat if it was the, if it was clones who started setting up the way for, you know, different the Jedi who have survived mm-hmm. to be safe because they, 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 they were the away. first ones to do it with Gunji. they mm-hmm. yeah that was them yeah. doing it with Gunji yeah. for the first time Even which is with, i would you know, love that letting um letting uh kanan. kanan though he doesn't go by kanan at that point letting okay, kanan well. escape in the first episode too well it, it would be really interesting like I, I i do like it when star wars doesn't focus on the jedi all the time mm-hmm. but it is it would be a very interesting story to have them kind of be part of that. I feel like one of the episodes sees Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that it, it, it'll be interesting. It would be natural because the Jedi and the clones go hand in hand and yeah, yeah. they always have, they were meant to be counterparts to the Jedi. That's what they were trained for because mm-hmm. the Mandalorians versus the Jedi have a huge history and Jango Fett was a part of, you know, Mandalorian of the Mandalorians, even if not mm-hmm. by birth, by claim. Mm-hmm. And um, and so to have that, it, it's natural to have a, Mandal- a Jedi and a clone uh, story interweave. And I mm-hmm. think we see that a lot also with just how insistent Rex is on protecting Ahsoka, even to the Batch in season one, where mm-hmm. he won't tell, he won't even tell Echo, and Echo knew Ahsoka, um, who it was who helped him because he has to protect her. Protect and her. Um, he knows she's in danger. And going off of that, I think it is so interesting <laughs> that the place that Rex has his hideout on Coruscant is Rafa and Trace's uh, shop. Yes, and yes, Rafa I and love Trace. that. I was like, yes, I'm okay. like, the Martessas. I was like, I, know, so I'm like <laughs> I am sure that part of this is, is, I'm sure part of that was like saving on building sets, but at the same time, it also really worked out with the story. So, <laughs> but, and it also has to mean that Ahsoka made that connection with them. And so mm-hmm. there's the big question of like, when did Rex and Ahsoka finally part ways? And we know that mm-hmm. he was waiting for her after Padme's funeral. And, um, yeah. That inevitably they have to part ways because Rex obviously stays helping and Ahsoka has to go mm-hmm. into hiding. Um, yeah. But in the time between, she had to be the one who made the connection between him and Rafa and Trace. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that this just like adds even more to that because if Rex is, you know, mm-hmm. ad, we knew that he's connected to Rafa and Trace from season one, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not how deeply and how deeply they were connected and they let him use their shop when they're not on Coruscant. So I thought that that was a really cool tidbit that I hope gets added on to later. Yeah. 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 So since we're like in this vein anyway, so um, let me just ask any thoughts on what might happen in the next half of the season. You know, what are you hoping for and what are you worried might happen? Especially (laughs) with some of these episode titles. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Um, my biggest hope, and I will hold on to it until the end of the season, is that we get Wolf. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we, we have to. We have to know. Us. We have to know how he get how he uh, 
gets on with Rex and Gregor. Like we got Gregor mm-hmm. last season, so we have to get Wolf at some point. I could see them not having him this season, but I really hope so. And my big, um, like if I had to make a guess on what episode it would be, it's episode 10, which is the retrieval, I think, or mm, retrieval. Yeah. Um, and so I won't be disappointed if we don't get Wolf, but I would be very, very happy if we did. <laughs> um, and on a bit of a more serious um, note, I think that uh, we'll maybe see, obviously, what's happening to the other clones uh, like that we saw with uh, the kind of bounty hunter type clone that yeah, Rampart yeah, yeah. had employed. Um, I have some theories on that. I can never remember if it's canon that introduced the idea of reconditioning on the clones or if that's purely fan fiction based, <laughs> kind of blur the lines sometimes. Uh-huh. But there is a, you know, a, a storyline around somewhere about reconditioning in the clones and that that was kind of a form of punishment that could happen to them where their minds mm-hmm. are completely like brainwashed, like I think like you had said. Um, and they're That's conditioned terrifying. to yes. just follow orders specifically and not wow. deviate from it. And this kind of seems like maybe they might be going down that route, maybe mm-hmm. with the clones that were still at Camino that they evacuated, who were still mm-hmm. growing um, and hadn't been sent out to war yet by the end of uh, the Clone War. Yeah, that makes so sense. So I hope maybe we'll yep. get a little bit of that continued throughout mm-hmm. the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like I think we're just gonna get um, more uh, important rescues, hopefully. So we might see some more big names, you know, of them helping out, you know, trying to escape and hide and take into hiding. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we are gonna get. That's why we don't get any more in, in the trailers because yeah. we. It's gonna be like, oh, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy that they're giving us, you know, surprises like they did with Chuchi and stuff. So I'm hoping that we get more big names like that of the Bad Batch helping them out and stuff. And, um, and I do, I am interested also in the the whole thing with the brainwashing with the clones, like you know. Um, cause if they are doing that is because they know that if, if they, if anybody in the galaxy sees the clones doing anything bad, they're just like, you see, it's just clones. That's just what mm-hmm. they do, you know? And that's how they're going to keep viewing them. Like Danielle said before. So I'm also interested in see how the, the, the story that's going to unfold with that as well. For sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that since now there's kind of like an in with echo leaving and going with rex that we'll maybe get like an episode or two with rex and echo Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. since you know because i feel like possibly why we haven't seen a lot of rex is because they're like oh we want to keep this even though there's been like a couple episodes where it's a lot of like setup before the batch comes in like the um episode with the twi'leks and uh hera or Mm -hmm. the first episode of the mid-season finale for lack Mm -hmm. of a better term i guess Mm -hmm. um in this season, where there was a lot of setup, a lot of like, you know, Senator Shuji and Bale and everything, hopefully now that we have an in with, hey, Echo is still technically a member of the Bad Batch. So, yes, the show is called The Bad Batch. And so he's here. And so this works and we can do an episode with him because I'd love to just like kind of know what Rex's setup is like. Like, where is he based out of? Like, does he is he hiding out on 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 Coruscant or is he somewhere else? You know? who else is a part of this very early, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I mean, we know that Bale, that Bale, that the Organas were very early mm-hmm. in on setting up the rebellion. Um, and, and as much as they kind of shortened and 
did weird stuff to the Ahsoka novel in the episode of Tales of the Jedi, where it kind of sort of ish adapted the novel. Um, it'd be interesting to like hear about Ahsoka maybe a little bit, like a mention or so. I don't, much as I love her, I don't want her to show up yet. <laughs> you know, it's still a little early. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Cause we're only like a couple months into the empire. I think at this mm-hmm. point, if mm-hmm. I kind of, it's too early for Fulcrum, it's, no? it's not even right. been a year yet. And I think yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. when she joins, cause I feel like mm-hmm. we kind of wound up with like maybe stories up across like a couple months in the first season. And then we know there was at least like yeah. a month and a half between, mm-hmm. you know, when, if not more, because who knows how long Crosshair was recuperating, but we know he was stuck on Camino you know, for over 30 days and he still walked <laughs> yeah. away from them. That's, yeah. Yeah. Every time I think about that, I'm like, dude, really? Come on. Um, so hopefully we'll get some Rex and Echo and, you know, maybe a little bit of the early rebellion. Um, especially because I feel like, so Andor was a very like grown up show. Like there was nothing that really kept kids from watching it, but I feel like what they're doing with this season of Bad Batch is they are telling that story again about making sure you're helping your community in times of crisis, but in a more child friendly, in a way that kids can understand a little bit more, you know, because even though, you know, I'm not saying this is a children's show. I mean, it's, it's geared towards children. It's, um, it, everybody can enjoy it, but you know, this is, yeah, um, the tone is very, yeah. diff- it's more, it, it's, it's, more, it, it's still this, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a similar story. It's a similar, like, you know, lesson for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it's really interesting to like, see it from, yeah. from that perspective too. And like you said, I'm, I'm hoping we see Greg, um, Wolf at some point cause mm-hmm. yeah, they got to figure out what he's doing. Dude, we get um, Luthen in this in the bad patch. I'm going to pass out. That would be really cool. I mean, he's got, I mean, depending on where Wolf was when Order 66 came through, Plo Koon's mask is in his little shop antique thing, if you oh, watch. Wolf wasn't with so, Plo when Order 66 no, okay. happened. Yeah, Plo was leading mm-hmm. a different um, a different group of clones. Okay. And, See, like I said, yeah. I, I don't know Star Wars as good as I know other <laughs> no, stuff. Okay. I'm just obsessed with Wolf. Yeah. So. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, Luthan being in this would be really cool. It's because, it, it, like, you know, like I said, it's very I mean, at some days. point he's going to have to appear, I, I'm hoping, in some other show prior to what was going on with yeah. Andor because I guess maybe to give them a little bit more exposition on his life and how he ended up where he ended up. Like, you know, cause we're just speculating that maybe he, he was part of the empire when it first formed and then he did something really messed up or something happened that made him like, you know, be like, all right, no, that's it. We need to go fight this shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, for sure. I, I could see us seeing um, Saw again because we saw him in the first season. Yeah, um, easily. Yeah, easily. And we yeah. know from Rebels that are pretty sure from Rebels that it's very loose and not clear, but it's kind of implied that Rex spent some time with Saw and his, um, his, why can't I think of the word? His Saw, Faction. he spent some time with yeah. Saw's Rebels um, yeah. at the beginning of the Empire. So it would make okay. sense that maybe Rex, when he's not on Coruscant, is mm, with Saw's yeah. group. Because um, I'm, yeah. where is he? I mean, I know that Bill is helping him and stuff, but like, 
who else is because he Rex gets around too easily. Like he <laughs> has no problem going from place to place. The magic poncho. Yeah, the poncho is yeah. <laughs> the, <punch's> the magic. <laughs> Maybe Rex and Cal can meet up. And yeah, exactly. swap ponchos. Cal's poncho. got a lot for him to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Maybe Rex can get that pink one. Be a good one for him. It's like he has a Superman effect. You know, he puts the glasses on. No, it's a completely <laughs> different person. But you know, at least he didn't have his armor. His big bulky armor in the poncho this time <laughs> no. I'm like my guy I'm like what it works honey you could take it off it's okay it's okay baby. I know I, that, that made me think of another thing that I'm hoping for is I really hope I mean she's got her own kind of like little outfit now but I'd love Omega to have her own armor and her own helmet if for no other reason than I want to make one yeah <laughs> she has a, like a, a little couple. mini helmet no. yeah I mean, I mean, because I've 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 done some Mandalorian cosplays mostly. Like I did a Time Lord one, and I did a Spider Mandalorian. Um, oh, that's so cool! Okay, because <laughs> that's just how I. Oh yeah, works. that's right. I saw the pictures. Yeah, they yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The helmet's actually right over there, but it's yeah. like behind a bunch of stuff. Um, Pretty sure when yeah. she gets a little bit older, she's gonna yeah. have yes. some fire yeah, armor she's gotta, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I just hope Rick she doesn't gonna get give the armor. I just hope she doesn't get through the armor through virtue of anybody dying. Oh God, no! Oh, God, that's like my worry. Yeah. <laughs> Please no. Well, yeah. I mean, eventually, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah I know. Not yet. <laughs> and then I've, I've also seen rumors and speculation that Boba Fett might show up this season, I've which would be interesting. Too. That would be um, fun, especially you know. Hey, you have a sister. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, yeah, congrats. This is like the, the base of Star Wars line. You have a yeah. relative you yeah. did not know about. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> I mean, and some, any, all of them can appear in the Batch Brad because it would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. At this point in time, it would make sense to see all of these people again, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah, the thing, it's not. It wouldn't be fan service. Like, right another word that they love using. It wouldn't yeah, be right. fan service because it's part, they're part of the story at this time. Yeah, yeah, all of them. So mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting ways this can go. I'm really interested to see the last half of the season, and then um, for for those of you listening, we we are recording this um, on New Year's Day. You've seen the first eight <laughs> episodes. We have access to the next half, except for everything except for the season finale. So that's going to be an interesting wait for all. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, we so have to wait so much. I know. <laughs> like it, it's it's fun getting to see this stuff ahead of time, but then you have to wait you know, one to talk about it with everybody, which is why I love doing the podcast mm-hmm. when I do, when we get the screeners, because it's, it's, you, you got to get it out somehow yes, or else you you're going to accidentally spoil Especially it Especially because it's going to be one episode per week. So we got to wait. Yeah. To it's talk about eating it. at me. <laughs> I know the the season opener, they're going to put the first two out. The first two. Okay. And then they are also putting, um, episode seven and eight out on the same day as well. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Cliffhangers <laughs> are awful to deal with. Yes. Yeah. Especially when like people keep like, theorizing about the cliffhanger and you're like I know this isn't right but I'm not going to tell you (laughs) it's like when we got screeners for She-Hulk and everybody was theorizing that Matt was going to show up in in episode 4 and I'm like he's not he's not I promise he's not you know I saw someone I saw someone theorize post their theory on Twitter that was um what if the hug we see between Omega and Echo in the trailer is because Echo's going to leave the Bad Batch and go off with Rex to help save the clones? And I was like, <gasps> you're right. I can't tell you that you're right. How are you that you're right? right? I can't tell you that. 
I know. <laughs> yeah. I so. saw it. I was like, oh. And one of my friends had shared it and was like, people keep saying this and I don't want it to be true. It can't be true. It can't <laughs> I was like, be. I was like, oh, baby. And we were like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. There, I had a friend. This wasn't anything to do with like screeners, but I had a friend who was watching Doctor Who for the first time. And she said something about, oh, I wonder if River Song is Amy and Rory's kid. And I just... They had a look. She's like, he, she is, isn't she? And I was like, oh, don't say these things to me. I think it wasn't even that she was his baby. It was that she was the one in the in the, in the the astronaut suit or something, you yeah. know? I was just like, ah, what? <laughs> yeah, you got to have a good poker face when you're yeah. yes, reviewing yes, stuff at a time. Wow. But at least we're being yeah. in the corner nodding. Yes. Yeah, that would be crazy, right? Yeah, like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but that's a good, yeah. one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't wait to see what else is coming. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy that we're doing it like because I mean, I, I already I saw two people that saw the screeners and mm-hmm. they just did a thread oh. of spoilers on oh, Twitter. I'm like, oh they're, they're, they're gonna get in trouble that? for that. They're gonna yeah. get their screener access I, 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 revoked. Disney, I was like, look what's yeah. happening, bro. Just yeah. make, make sure you know who you're sending these screeners to. Yeah. yeah. Because that yeah. was really messed up. Yeah. Yeah. That's not like, cool. Don't do yeah. that. Don't, you don't want to, you don't, well, that's why this episode's not going to come out until after the episode eight, seven and eight have come out, you know, because mm-hmm. I know usually we will post some clips in the, in the meantime uh, of stuff that, you know, isn't spoilers for yeah. what has yeah. come out. Um, yeah. But, which is why I want to talk specifically about the season opener. Um, yeah. But yikes. Y'all, you can't yeah, that do that. Really you do, it, 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 it bugs me when people want to ruin things mm-hmm. for other people. I'm like, everybody's a fan. I'm like, yeah. Not only that, but then you're going to end up messing up screeners for everybody else that, you know, that do respect, you know, the embargoes and stuff. So Exactly. I know. Cause right now, like, you know, the, the social embargoes up, so you can kind of like say a little bit about it, but the, the, um, the review embargo is not up until the first two episodes drop on Wednesday as of us recording this. So, yeah so it, it's gonna be really fun to I and I love like the fact that then I can like wake up in the morning because I work on Wednesdays and I don't always feel like getting up early to watch yeah. anything and so at yes, least I can yes, like wake yes. up and check Twitter and not get spoilers <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah I know what happened yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it, it is fun to see other people theorize when you when you mm-hmm. when you know I'm like, oh, you already know the showrunners <laughs> feel yeah because yeah. like, oh. you know, I've so, seen a yeah. lot of oh Cody's gonna Cody is gonna get killed Cody's gonna get killed I'm like no you're gonna be pleasantly surprised you're gonna be pleasantly surprised or that Gunji was gonna get killed of course because you know he's a Jedi so naturally he has to die right (laughs) we're not we're past orders well we're past the initial orders I do wonder if we're gonna I now that I'm thinking about that I do wonder if we're gonna see any um if we're gonna start seeing the oh why can I not think of their names Ooh, the ones that hunt the Jedi. Oh, the Inquisitors? Oh, the Inquisitors. The Inquisitors, thank you. Ooh, I know, I wonder if we'll right. start seeing that would be any fun. of the Inquisitors. Um, like how they start, like how they yeah. first started and not what they yeah. do to condition I, them. Like I, That'll I, be cool. I, I, I'll be interested because Vader showed up at the end of season two of Rebels for the first time, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. And the Inquisitors so were already there. They're yeah. already established. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm like, are we gonna get like an Inquisitor or a, a Vader at the end of the season? Because we've already seen Palpatine. I thought yeah. Palpatine was gonna be like an mm-hmm. end of the season thing yeah. when I saw the trailer. Yeah. So 
If there we do get ready, it'll probably be towards the, the end, half. maybe, of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I know one of the other things I did have written down is I'm wondering if they're going to start laying some of the groundwork for somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> um, oh, for the cloning? Yeah, for the cloning like- and everything. Because I, I had just had a gut instinct that their client that was after Gunji was probably Palpatine. Um, or at least somebody that Palpatine has employed. Oh, because they did um, take on um, Nala, well, Nala Sue at the end of, yeah, Nala yeah, of season season the first one. season. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, she had the same... Uh, or the the doctor who met her had the same yes. marking as the mm-hmm. doctor in the Mandalorian. From Mandalorian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's also a bit of it. I don't know if you guys have read Shadow of the Sith. I've read it. I haven't finished it yet. But, you know, that sets up some mm-hmm. of it, too, because it's the story of Ray's parents, partly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, like, that's, that's something that goes all the way back to the Clone Wars series yeah. um, when Palpatine was stealing the kidnapping the force sensitive children before the Jedi mm-hmm. could get to them. Yes. Um, yes. And it's right. implied that that was because he wanted to see if it was possible to replicate force sensitivity. Force and, sensitivity. Um, and then it's also implied that that's why the Kaminoans were there to like kickstart cloning and then mm-hmm. to integrate. And that's, that's a big part of the Omega's force sensitive theory is that they finally got it with her. And that's why um. Nalase was intent on keeping her away from Kamino. Yeah. Because she didn't actually want Palpatine to have access to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of different storylines that yes. they could do. Yes. I hope that I, I hope for all the, you know, things that we can theorize about them doing, I hope there's some surprises in there too, though. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, like, I, I was shocked when, when, uh, when... Gunji showed up. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. Ryo uh, <laughs> Chuchi. Like, I, like right. I said, I wasn't expecting her, except she's always in the back of my mind. Like, what's going on with her? What is she doing? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get a name drop or something. But then when she showed yeah. up, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. And I like that they gave her like a, a big, you know, like a big yeah. role in this mm-hmm. thing because that's it's very important. Her actually being one of the championing you know yeah. for the clones and stuff so yeah and then sure. we went yeah. back to 79 so i was like yeah, yeah 79 like what i was thinking about like the clones ages i'm like how do they how at what point do they allow the clones to drink <laughs> like how do we gauge that i'm like how what's what's the clone legal drinking age <laughs> you know because uh, like i said something that's fascinating to me and that i think about a lot is how Omega is probably technically older than the rest older of the batch, yeah. at least in the number of years. If yeah. even though they have accelerated aging, and so mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's yeah. it's it's something that I find very interesting that I think about a lot mm-hmm. when I'm watching this show, especially when they mention what? about her being a kid. And I'm like, she's older than you, probably, but whatever. <laughs> I do also yeah, want to you mention know. Um, there was an increased number of clones with beards. <laughs> yes there was and I was oh. like I am liking this development Did, has the <laughs> the army for the empire you know the galactic army um, are their rules lessened than the gar because the reason there mm-hmm. weren't that many clones with beards in the gar likely is because they have clean shaven rules but mm-hmm. there were at least five clones with beards yes with beards <laughs> I was like I wonder, I wonder if that's also them like 
because they can't do the color on their armor anymore. I wonder if that's that's them like trying to still have some individuality too. I wonder. Yeah, yeah, it could mm-hmm. be interesting. Yeah, there's 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 just the more you think about the clones as a concept, it's just like oh, yeah, that's my, that's my daily life. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I do. I'm wearing a Camino shirt right now, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've got, I've got one of my um my uh. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you can read it, but it says the bad feelings club and it's all like a couple different <laughs> types different of characters. Okay. So bad feeling I about that. <laughs> it was that or my Ahsoka jersey because it has <laughs> the Phoenix Squadron on it. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot to look forward to. I can't mm-hmm. wait to talk to you guys about the rest of the season. Yes. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're in for a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, um, we are, I think. Because like, like Dave Filoni said at Star Wars Celebration, like, is Clone Wars a, a kid's show? We decapitate people. so <laughs> It is incredibly sad. Yeah. It is incredibly sad. We'll be here killing clones left and right. And oh, yeah. oh, cool. Yeah. No <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm like, I should just not get attached to any of the new ones because they keep killing them off. <laughs> me with Captain Wilco. No, I was like, yeah. I was like he's oh making God, me mad, but Captain. you know what? He's, he's fine. I'm attached to him. And then, bang. <laughs> Yeah. No. no, once no. you saw him say we gotta do the right thing, I was like, oh, no, he's no. Gone. I was like, no, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, just follow the rules, damn it. I'm like, <laughs> like that was as bad as Aunt May saying, with great power comes great responsibility and no way home. I know. Like, well, we're dead. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. So yeah, next time we'll be talking about the crossing, retrieval, metamorphosis, the outpost, Pabu, tipping point, and the two-part finale, the summit, and Plan Ninety Nine. Which Ninety Nine? What is it? I, I know. I'm oh like, oh. I'm like, does like, Plan Ninety Nine mean we're all back together? And how it's like the inverse, like Order Sixty Six. You flip it on its head. You see all these bunch of clones. Like, nah, let's go. We out of here. <laughs> Take us That's away. That's a good one. Oh, I didn't thought about that. Fact. Yeah. All right. So this is going to wrap up this episode of Temple of Geek Podcast. We want to thank you guys for being here today. It was really great talking to you. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok by using the handle Temple of Geek. If you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows, why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com and there you will find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. So thanks again, guys, for being here and get back together soon to talk about more clone stuff. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.